find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20 or 30 years to wait for answers to their illnesses? I know people who have waited a long time, and, you know, I mean, I hear it all the time. It's like eight years have gone by with on and off symptoms of Lyme disease, you know, and Hashimoto's at the same time, and the aches and pains, and all kinds of different fatigue, and, you know, brain fog, and memory problems, and just waiting for answers. Is it mold? Is it fungus? Is it candida? Is it Lyme? Is it goes on? Is it lupus? You know, what does the blood work say? And it's it's not a fun place to be in. It really isn't. It's not a fun place to be in. And so many people today are in that place where all of a sudden they're not feeling good and they got the symptoms. And and there's really no explanations for the symptoms, no real answers unless it's packaged with one label, you know, and no one tells someone what Raynaud's syndrome is. You know, no one tells them what, what's causing it. And you hear that here that's the whole point. Anybody new who's logging into this show, that's what it's about at the Medical Medium Radio Show. I've been blessed with the gift to hear a voice perfectly clear that provides information. So I've helped tens of thousands of people regain their health, reclaim their health back, and move forward with their life. And it's about having advanced information, and that's what it's all about. So you're not confused, so you're not hanging on to a label, or you're, you know what's going on so we can figure it out. Figure it out, and it's the most important thing. Health is the most important thing in our lives it really is. So that's what we're talking about today is health, and we're talking about a lot more about that because today's show is about the healing powers of herbs and spices. You guys know about herbs and spices. You're using them. I'm sure you are. They're in your life one way or another. Um, and sometimes people, they're not familiar with it, and they like they like their food plain or they don't like something spicy. Well, maybe there's ways of getting some of this medicine into you. When you know what it's doing for you, how about that? When you know what it's doing for you. So today we're exploring what these herbs and spices do for our health, how they change our health for the better, what they do in our body, why they're important. There's a lot of confusion around herbs and spices, even till today. But we're going to, you know, air that out. Now, a lot, a lot of the information, all the information I'm pulling out is out of my life-changing foods book. And you guys are going to be so happy when you get this book. And so the information's coming out of this book. And it's information from spirit. And so what's exciting about this is that it's not just um, the same old stuff. It's not stuff that's been circulating over and over and over again. Because what happens in the health field is that when information just gets repackaged and then repackaged with a new bow and then repackaged with a new, you know, with new paper and new bow. And, but it's old information. And we can't do that anymore. We can't. I can't do that. I'm never going to do that. I never did. I have to give you guys the information that's real, that's accurate, that's, uh, that's on the forefront, that's leading the way, that's pioneering the way, because it's the only way to get you better. 
That's the only, only way to get you better. It can't mess around here at all. Cannot mess around. Your life, your health, everything is so important to you, to your family, to your loved ones. To me, it's important too for all that because for your loved ones and your family, I want your friends healthy, you healthy. I want you getting what you need. And so we're going to cover that with the herbs and spices. This isn't repackaged information over and over again. Okay, so this is brand new and it's important to know this, never before released. So um, it all started for me. If you just logged on, it started for me at age four, heard a voice perfectly clear. Uh, the voice told me my grandmother had lung cancer, um, and that's where it started. I had to diagnose my grandmother with lung cancer at age four. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it, stirred, it created quite a stir up with my family and my life because it never went away, this gift. It stayed there. You know, part of, when I was growing up, part of me wanted it to just go away. You know, just big part of me wanted it to go away every day. You know, there was a time where I was so down about it. When I was, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, I was so upset about having this gift, hearing this voice perfectly clear, just like someone's in the room. This isn't channeling. This isn't. This isn't about channeling some kind of, you know, <laughs> whatever thing that's, you know, coming. This is about a voice I hear um, and spirit of compassion that provides me information on people's health. Groundbreaking, you know, ahead of its time, science and research, ahead of science and research's time. So we have a chance down here in many ways in chronic illness. And, um, and when I was younger, you know, I suffered with it. And I know you guys know that. I've talked about it before. But I remember specifically just waking up every morning with dread because I knew it was another day I would have to know what was going on in somebody's health. When I was seven, eight, nine years old, I knew that, okay, it's another day. It's not going away. I'm going to have to know, you know, who has a brain tumor. I'm going to have to know who has pancreatic cancer. I'm going to have to know who has liver cancer. I'm going to have to know who has a problem of, you know, different kinds of problems. And it, and it was just, you know, happening and happening. One of the things that helped me through it, one of the things that helped me through it was knowing information about, like, herbs and spices. Knowing information that didn't even, I mean, I mean really, the, the information that comes out of life-changing foods doesn't even exist out there in any books now. But especially, especially back then, you know, to know what these things were good for. You know, to know why people, you know, they, they, they didn't just know why people were getting help without realizing it as they were taking or ingesting or using it in cooking or using herbs and spices in some kind of food. That was the, that was the fun parts. There were fun parts. Um, it was like being over a friend's house and they were putting oregano on, you know, food and spirit downloading information immediately on what oregano was doing at age nine years old. And it just coming through with all the information of what it kills in the body, all the bad bugs and what it does to help the immune system all just coming straight through at nine years of age. And so it was really exciting. I mean, meaning those, that part, those were the parts that were exciting. So I dedicated my life helping tens of thousands of people recover. And I'm here now. I'm excited. So we'll talk about it a little bit. Oh, don't forget about the LA event coming up. Try not to forget about that. I mean, if, if you're interested, um, tickets are selling pretty quick. So just, you know, keep, keep, keep on that. Um, meaning like check your schedule if you want to come and, um, and don't forget because what happens to every event is 
I, we hear it all the time. This is why everybody forgets tickets are sold out. And then we can, we get, everybody gets very angry and very upset and very frustrated and very sad. And they're bombarding us with calls and emails and everything possible about how come they can't get a ticket and it's last minute. So if, if you're one of those people, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. It's a last second thing, last minute. If you're one of those people, just try to make a note and, and just, you know, consider consider maybe getting a ticket a little bit earlier um, if you can. I know life has got, you know, a lot of crazy stuff going on. We're going to do the light blast. Spirit's going to send light down, up, down from heaven and send it down, okay, and right on top of everybody's head at the event. It's going to rush through everybody's body. It is a rush. It is a rush. I will say that. And, um, and um, as I've always said, after that happens... Don't operate heavy machinery. No bulldozers. You know, no backhoes. Don't hop in any big. You know, don't don't navigate a ship right after right after that event. And um, you know, at least for half an hour, at least after the event, because it's intense when that light goes through us. So um, that's happening at the events. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So let's get into health and everything. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, when we wake up in the morning. Right. When you wake up in the morning, we got I mean, the first thing on my mind is what does it look like outside? You know, weather. That's kind of on my mind a lot. Um, you know, I maybe maybe younger people don't think that. I, I don't know. You know, I, I felt like when I was younger, you know, when I was in my teens and when I was now 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, I always wanted to know what the weather was like out there. So maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe young people um, do the same thing. But we. We, you know, I, I always think what's going on outside when I wake up, and that's one thing. You know, the next thing is, you know, so like, is it, is it a blue sky today? What's the weather like? Is it going to rain? Is it cloudy? Um, you know, what's going on there? Uh, another thing I think about is, is, is the if I have to go somewhere, is the car okay? Is the car okay? You know, is the, is the car running okay? Is it safe? Is there air in the tires? Um, that kind of gets on my mind a little bit. Another thing too is, did I sleep okay? You know, did I sleep okay? Um, that's something, I mean, I know, you know, we, we worry about a sleep. A lot of people don't sleep good, you know, insomnia, everything else. We don't sleep good. Uh, people deal with Epstein-Barr issues, so they don't sleep good. Neurological problems that they don't sleep good. Sleep apnea, which is by the way, like neurological, uh, most sleep apneas are neurological, not just blockages and all that and inflammation, but actually neurological. Um, so, you know, we deal with all these different things with sleep and around sleep. So that's something I, I think about, too. Okay, did I, did I sleep okay? I mean, with me, a lot of times I'll do readings uh, on people in the middle of the night that I haven't met yet, um, which uh, has been, that's been a difficult thing for years. I'll sit up and I'll actually be doing a reading uh, on somebody um, in the middle of the night. And then, you know, I'll meet them and I'll meet them later on. So I'll actually meet them either that week or a year later. And, um, and I, you know, it's amazing because Spirit's giving me information and I'm talking to the person and I'm giving them information to heal and helping them heal. I have no control over it or when it happens or who it's chosen, who's chosen, but that's what Spirit's been, been having me do since I was a child. Um, so I don't always sleep that great when those, those nights are happening. But the point is, is these are some of the things that I think about what's going on with the weather outside. What's going on with the car? 
I slept okay, great, I slept good. Or, you know, I had one of those nights where I was doing a reading. Or, you know, you know, that kind of thing. How's my family members? You know, how are my pets? These are kind of things that I think about. Are they things, things you guys think about at all, right? When you, you get up, you start your day. And then, you know, regardless of our busy lives and everything going on around it and work and everything else and going around it, these are kind of like those concrete, those etched in stone things we kind of think about, you know, right away, or, you know, they're part of our lives. And then what's the next on the list is food, which is probably, you know, the biggest of all, you know, what food am I going to eat? Okay. Where, where, you know, like, you know, open up the refrigerator. Do I have any fruits and vegetables? What am I going to eat this morning? You know, what do I feel like eating? Can I get a smoothie going? You know, it's like, that's all there. And, but what we don't think about a lot, and look, some people just grab coffee and piece of toast, you know, <laughs> you know, some people don't eat anything. They just run off. And uh, which I don't think is a great idea. But the bottom line is what we don't really think about, though, is the power, the power, hidden power in our food. The hidden powers, the real hidden powers. Now, first of all, we don't really know about the true hidden powers, the hidden powers, until life-changing foods is, is released. And I say that because when you look at it, you'll be like, oh, my God, I didn't know that this existed. So we're about to learn the true hidden, hidden healing powers of our food coming up pretty soon when, 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 you know, when we get a copy in our hands. But other than that, we do know food is medicine. It's been told it's medicine. You know, Hippocrates, all that, it's medicine. You know, the, the quote, you know, food is thy medicine. And we know that. And, and, but we don't concentrate on it that much. We don't concentrate on it that much. We just eat, get fuel in you, move on with your busy day. And, you know, do what we have to do. Do our chores, do our work, do our careers. And, but when you connect to what your food's doing and what it's really doing and you connect to that it ignites the healing process because your immune system your emotional state mental state your physical state attaches itself it's connected to your soul it connects even more when your soul in your brain and your soul connects to your physical body and you know what food is doing for you it's like it makes it even more powerful, even more powerful. So if you're eating a, a, you know, something that's healthy, if you eat a carrot or you eat a yam or you eat an apple or you eat you know, whatever it is that you're eating and you're eating something healthy, it's going to help you. It is going to help you whether you connect with it or not. It has medicine. It is medicine. But when you know what it's doing, when you connect that dot, that's when even more healing occurs. More healing. When you know you're eating something and it's knocking down an illness, knocking down a condition, killing off a virus, killing off a bug, lowering your inflammation, actually making your label for your illness or disease obsolete changes everything. 
it changes everything. So when you're eating something and you know that that food is getting rid of your label, getting rid of the label you've been handed, okay? <laughs> and then it changes. It, it changes incredibly. I mean, this is critical information that you're about to learn. And so this is the power of healing. Is someone, you know, a lot more than someone. I've had so many people over the years. Well, how do you heal? What does it take? Well, first of all, you have to know what's wrong with you. And that's number one. And that's what we're always bringing to the table here at the show is finally for the first time connecting the dots to the symptoms to what's really causing it. And that's only been happening here. Only been happening here. I say that once again. Just so you don't end up somewhere else getting, you know, misinformation. And because that's not going to help. You want, you want information that's, that's actually going to help you heal. And it, what happens is that when you know what's wrong, that's half the battle. Knowing what to do is the other half. And part of knowing what to do is knowing what your food's doing for you. Knowing what your food is doing for you for the first time in your life. For the first time. It changes everything. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about herbs and spices and the power they have for healing. <clears throat> so lemon balm, you guys, lemon balm, lemon balm, Melissa, that's, you know, the herb. Some people have it growing in the garden. You can get lemon balm tea. You can get fresh lemon balm out of the garden. If you have lemon balm growing in your garden, a lot of people don't. That's not something everybody has or growing in a pot on the back patio or, or somewhere. But you can get dried lemon balm. And lemon balm is really powerful for healing because one of the problems that we have is neurotoxins. Neurotoxins. You know, mold causes a mycotoxin. That's not as bad as a neurotoxin. Neurotoxins, you know, what happens, there's this debate out there right now. They think, they think uh, mycotoxin is, a ne is neurotoxic. Um, actually, no. It just, it just, it's immunotoxic, so it, it drops your immune system down. It lowers your immune system down. So mycotoxin comes from mold. Mold knocks your immune system down so that another problem can take over, which is viruses that create neurotoxins. Okay, if I'm going too fast because I'm talking fast today because we've got a lot to cover, then just you've got to go back to the archive and, and take more notes because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff here. And, you know, and uh, get, get, you know, sit back, relax at the same time, put your seatbelt on too. And so, you know, here's, here's the deal. So the neurotoxins that are produced by viruses such as Epstein-Barr or the shingles or, you know, simplexes, or HHV6s, HHV7s, and undiscovered HHV10s, and 11s, and 12s that science doesn't even have their finger on that cause kidney damage and all kinds of other things. We're, we're light years from that information coming out. And um, so all these neurotoxins that we deal with, they give us tingles and numbness. It gives us, you know, feelings of, of, of brain fog, lightheadedness, balance issues, vertigo issues. Okay, all these neurotoxins that cause tinnitus, neurological symptoms, Lyme disease symptoms. These are all neurotoxins. They're not bacteria. They're all from the viral family. Well, these neurotoxins inflame nerves, like the phrenic nerves, 
nerves that run through the chest, phrenic. You know, that's that goes, you know, it's connected to the word frantic. Anxiety nerves, the ones that run through the chest. Anxiety, when you have anxiety, you have tightness of the chest. Like, you need to get the tightness of the chest and tightness in there, tightness of the throat. And you feel funny in the head. And that's the anxiety. Those are the anxiety nerves, the phrenic nerves. Neurotoxins tend to tighten those up, get them inflamed. Same thing with the vagus nerve. And these neurotoxins from Epstein-Barr and shingles cause the vagus nerve to get inflamed. And we, first of all, the information doesn't even exist out there about what I just told you, except uh, in the medical medium book um, and, and the podcast that when I talk about this stuff in you know, the neurological episode and everything else. So, um, first of all, that's, you know, that's what's happening there. But second of all, knowing what to do for it is another thing, meaning knowing foods that help and herbs and spices, lemon balm helps with this condition. It helps when you have this. Lemon balm is antiviral. It's antibacterial too, and we're going to talk about that, but it's antiviral against the viruses like HHV6 and Epstein-Barr, against the viruses and, and different kinds of herpes viruses that we have that cause neurotoxins, that cause all these symptoms that are mysterious, that are unknown by even the Lyme doctors, by even all everybody else that doesn't know what connects these dots to these symptoms. So lemon balm is that powerful. Now, if you're someone with UTIs and you get UTIs, bladder infections, kidney infections, tonsillitis, um, those are all from strep, streptococcus. So laryngitis, um, cystitis, Yeast infections, urinary tract infections, these are all from strep. And lemon balm is a strep killer. If you're someone that has H. pylori, if you were diagnosed with H. pylori, you want to have lemon balm tea consistently in your diet every single day. So what I'm saying is, no, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, what's the weather like? It's blue sky. Okay, is it sunny? Is it raining? What's going on out there? Oh, is my car running okay? Um... You know, what's going on with the family? What's going on? You know, and all that's just concrete things or all those are foundational things before we think about, oh, work and then whatever else. And then, you know, sure. But one of the concrete foundational things is I'm going to get this lemon balm tea in me because you know what? I'm going to start killing off that H. pylori. (laughs) I'm going to make sure I don't get any more future UTIs because I'm going to start knocking down the strep. I'm going to start knocking down everything that shouldn't be there. I got this lemon balm here. I'm going to start knocking down my Epstein bar. And um, that's the power of lemon balm. I mean, it helps, it, it helps with symptoms like trouble sleeping, anxiousness, loss of appetite, nervous stomach, sensitive stomach. You guys have that at all out there? Heart palpitations caused by Epstein bar. Lemon balm helps with that. Hot flashes, night sweats, frozen shoulder from shingles. Frozen shoulder from shingles. I'm the first one to bring out there because of spirit. Not because I'm special. I'm not special. It's spirit that's special. That frozen shoulder is the shingles. Is the shingles. That's a shingles virus in the body causing frozen shoulders. Lemon balm helps clean that up. Gastritis. Too much gas and bloating fatigue, diarrhea, IBS, you know, all of this, urinary tract frequency, urinary tract urgency, 
you know, weak limbs when we feel like we're feeling weak, and even things like mineral deficiencies, and when we have people, we know people with seizures, all of this, including histamine reactions, when people get overreactive, it's a power of lemon balm. And I'm just touching upon a touch of this, touch of the power. Lemon balm helps with SIBO, that overgrowth of bacteria in the gut, which is strep. And on top of all that, emotional support it offers. Did you ever feel fearful about, you know, about what's going on around the bend? You know, I have people that tell me, look, I'm just afraid of the future. I'm like, you're afraid of the future? I'm like, yeah. And I'm just worried about, is there going to be another thing coming around the bend? You know, is there going to be another, you know, they come in threes. I said, don't, don't, yeah, don't fall for that. It comes in three thing. You know, don't, don't fall for that. And, you know, and, and, and you have people tell me they're nervous. They, you know, they're nervous about the future holds. Well, Spirit tells me about Lemon Balm having power to help with that, to help ease your mind so that you're not in fear of what's in the future, what's around the bend. Okay? And that's the power of Lemon Balm. So I wanted to kind of cover that a little bit. You guys hanging in there? <laughs> are, you, um, are you drinking something good right now? Are you drinking any herbal tea? Are you relaxing? Are you getting ready for this? This is, this is intense stuff, right? It really is. Ginger. Are you guys doing any ginger at all? I, do you, you know, when's the last time you had ginger? I haven't had ginger in a while. So I'm going to make sure after this show that I'm like looking for ginger. You know, you can do some ginger spice, ginger tea. You can do fresh ginger. I like the fresh ginger. I like getting a big hunk of the fresh ginger, chopping it up, throwing it in a jug of water, putting it in the refrigerator, and just letting it sit there for a day or two days, or just leaving it on the counter for a day or two and let, letting that ginger like really irrigate that water or, or infuse, I mean, infuse the water. And... Because ginger is really important. When's the last time you've had ginger? It's very helpful. Um, what I like about ginger is that it stops us from that hyper-reactive state. Because we, we react. We're a society that reacts. You know, we just do. It's easy to react. Like, what? What? What do you, what do you mean? What happened? It's easy to react. It's like reacting every minute. As emails at work flow in and we hear something or some news or something comes in. And it's hard in this day and age to stay completely calm. Completely calm and unreactive in that unreactive state. And I'm not talking about emotionless, you know, emotional, you know, less. I'm not talking about that. You know, I'm talking about having, you know, having normal emotions in our lives. We're supposed to. We're supposed to feel and we're supposed to feel things. But I'm talking about hyperreacting. Do you know anybody that hyperreacts at all? Do you guys know anybody? Ginger is critical for them. And it doesn't stop it on the first day. It's when it's brought into your life and it stays in your life, it can knock that hyperreacting down 50% and change your life. It really can. So these are some of the things to think about. So let's go over ginger, some of the other things ginger can do. Ginger is incredible for pancreatitis, pancreas problems, anything pancreas-related, pancreatic cancer, anything pancreas-related. Gallstones, you know, people worried about gallstones. Ginger helps dissolve gallstones. We don't know that out there. We don't until right now. 
and until we open up the life changing book, the life changing food book, because it's in there. Adrenal fatigue. It's an amazing adrenal fatigue, you know, like rebalancer, reverser, <laughs> reverser, and it reverses adrenal fatigue. Okay, it's that powerful. Spastic colon. What's a spastic colon? What's that? I'll tell you what it is. It's a cramp. It's a cramp that's unexplainable. And you go to the, the, the doctor and you go to the colon doctor and you go to the intestinal doctor and you can't, you can't get answers and you're getting a colonoscopy and you're getting, you know, an endoscopy and you're getting all these different things. It's those cramps. It's those spasms. And Ginger's incredible for it. Sleep apnea, neurological sleep apnea and non-neurological sleep apnea. What I mean by non-neurological is if you have extra weight on your body and it puts pressure up up in the chest or you have a hiatal hernia that's happening ginger's incredible for it it helps with that kind of apnea or you're always congested congested there's always stuff in the lungs because you're eating cheese or milk or butter once a week or you're having some eggs and you're just getting that that sinusitis or post nasal drip and it's causing sleep apnea ginger's amazing for it spastic bladder what's spastic bladder that's like urgency to pee. That's pains in the bladder. That's a feeling of burning all the time, but you don't have a UTI. So ginger's incredible for that. Insomnia, sleeping problems. Ginger's wonderful. SIBO, once again, SIBO, overgrowth of bacteria. Ginger's amazing for that. Thyroid disease. Thyroid disease. So if you're diagnosed with thyroid disease, some kind of thyroid problem, make sure ginger is in there. Raynaud's syndrome. You know, it's, it's, really, it's really sad when we don't know what causes anything out there, but we put these labels on them, and we're just not, we're, we're not honest. We have, to say, we have to say, yeah, no, here's a label, here's a word for it, but we just don't know and have any clue idea what, what it is. I, I'm just waiting for that day to come. It's like the minute they put a name on something, they think we're supposed to just, you know, comply like, okay, all right, well, that's what it is. It's a name, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Uh, okay, that's what it is, Raynaud's syndrome. But what's causing it? Raynaud's syndrome is a reaction from having blood toxicity, from having a lot of Epstein-Barr virus in the liver itself, producing byproduct, lots of toxins, and it filling the bloodstream, and it not leaving the bloodstream, and it discolorates the skin, cause the purple, purple feet, purple hands, all that kind of stuff, the blotchy hands, all that. So ginger's incredible for that. Incredible for radiation exposure. You've been to the dentist? You've gotten too many of those, those x-rays? Okay, before they were even digital, the radiation is still in you from years ago before they were even digital where there was less radiation. So let's do something about it. Let's make sure ginger's in there all the time, right? Thyroid cancer. Ginger's incredible for thyroid cancer, for the variety of Epstein-Barr that creates thyroid cancer. You're only going to hear that here. And, yeah, because Spirit taught me a long time ago, and I've been helping people and telling them, well, that was caused by your Epstein-Barr, so let's do something about the Epstein-Barr, and that's what creates thyroid cancer. Pancreatic cancer, celiac disease. Celiac disease. Celiac is, is a pathogen feeding off of a food, creating inflammation. It's not your body attacking itself. Once again, the autoimmune tag that we address all the time and, and try to, you know, 
get you to understand and get everybody to understand. And, and, and I, I myself think about it all the time because it blows my mind that we've been told our body's attacking itself when it's not. That just blows my mind that we're told that. So all of us have to get on board with, with, with that, you know, that misleading information and get that right. It's going to help us heal. It's about helping you heal. And it's about helping you protect your family and your friends and your loved ones and your patients and your clients. Um, celiac, chronic sinusitis, incredible with ginger and helping that. These are some of the things. These are just some of the stuff, the power it has. Symptoms, lightheadedness, dizziness, congestion, cough that doesn't want to go away fast. If you get colds and flus, get ginger in you all the time. Incontinence. That is something that ginger helps over time. Weight gain. I mean, if you feel like your weight's not leaving and you got rid of eggs and dairy and your weight's not going away and you lowered your, your animal fats so your liver can recover and your weight is still not dropping as fast as you want it to do, bring in a lot of ginger. Bring in a lot of ginger. And stay off of pork. No pork. No, no, no bacon. No, no, no pork if you want your liver better. Okay, so, you know, you can do a little bit of turkey if you want. You can do a little bit of turkey. You can do a little bit of chicken if you really want. But no pork. No pork. Um, these are some of the things ginger does. And did you ever feel stifled? Did you ever feel like you couldn't get your voice across? Did you ever feel like you couldn't, like, say something to somebody or you just couldn't get it out at work or anywhere in your life? And you felt like you're being kind of held back. If you've ever felt that, I I felt like that as a child um, in a lot of ways because I couldn't tell everyone the information that spirit had. But we all get a touch of that, right? That we just can't feel like we can't use also our intuitive abilities and we can't, you know, say it like it is sometimes. I mean, of of course, when at the right moments and all that. Well, ginger helps remedy this. It really does. When you have ginger in your life every day, it is responsible for getting an emotional state in the body rewired, the part that we get kind of stifled and we get held back to what we want to say. And when ginger's in your life, you'd be surprised. All of a sudden, you can say what you need to say. I mean, not a hurtful thing or anything else like that, just things that are important that we feel like we can't say to someone or some somebody or even to ourselves. So ginger is, it unlocks that door. It unlocks that door to when we feel like, hey, you know, we're feeling locked up, we're feeling stifled. And, you know, there's a beautiful thing that happens with ginger and that alone. So these are just some of the things with ginger. Uh, You guys hanging in there? Because this is intense and this is a lot of stuff, a lot of information. Garlic. You guys eating garlic at all? You folks eating any garlic? Because garlic is good. Garlic is good. But hey, wait a minute. You might see somewhere where garlic is bad. Garlic is bad. Wait a minute. Garlic is good. Garlic is bad. Am I confusing you yet? Well, that's what it's like out there. That's what it's like out there. You can hop on the internet. And you can play around there all day, and it's like garlic's bad, garlic's bad, garlic's bad, garlic's good, garlic's good, garlic's good. Let me tell you what garlic is about, and and this is what's incredible. Garlic has phytochemicals that run on the same frequency as harmful bacteria. 
harmful bacteria. Harmful bacteria and harmful viruses and worms, okay? Worms are, you know, worms really aren't the parasitical family. Worms are worms. Worms are the worm family. That has to be separated. That's, that, that's not in the parasitical family, even though they, they, they put those in. No, worms are worms. That's a different whole family than parasites, different whole family than mold, different whole family than viruses and bacteria. But there's a frequency that these bugs run on. There's a frequency that Epstein-Barr runs on. There's a frequency that bacteria like Staph and MRSA run on. These are, there's an actual frequency. Garlic runs on the same frequency. It does. Now, you think that would be bad. Well, does that mean garlic is a bacteria? Does that mean garlic is bad? No, 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 no. Garlic runs on the same frequency, which makes it even more powerful. The phytochemicals that are in garlic are extra antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-mold, anti-parasitical, anti-worm. They're extra powerful because they trick out the bugs. They trick out the bugs. The bugs are protected in our bodies. They have little walls around them. They harbor in places that are toxic in our body. They have, they have protection methods. You've heard of biofilm. Well, there's a part of the biofilm information is correct. Most of it's just wrong and needs to be thrown away. But biofilm is basically byproduct. Byproduct produced by bugs, and these bugs hide in that. The phytochemical in garlic breaks in there because they think it's one of them. The phytochemical runs on the same frequency as the bugs. The bugs let it through the door. They let it in the door. That's what happens. It's basically like a whole gang, a whole gang of bad guys sitting in a little private hideaway. And a knock on the door occurs. And they're like, who is this? And the garlic phytochemicals are like, I'm one of you. Let me in. So the bad guys look at each other and don't think it's the police at all. They don't think it's the police at all. They look at each other and they say, because they feel the frequency, the frequency of garlic phytochemicals. It's their frequency. So like, you know what? This is one of us. They open the door and they let it in and the garlic rips them apart. The phytochemicals rip them apart, and that's the power of garlic, okay, just in a nutshell. <laughs> this is some of what it does. Um, so as far as conditions and everything else around it with garlic, I mean, you, could, you, can, you can go to town with this. It's crazy. Um, you know, it helps the lymphatic system. It kills harmful bacteria everywhere. Staph, you know, H. pylori, annihilates H. pylori. Now, here's the thing to understand about garlic. Garlic does not kill good bacteria this is a mistake in alternative medicine and conventional medicine right now out there don't fall for that mistake if you eat garlic it's going to kill all your bad bacteria i mean all your good bacteria sorry about that if you eat garlic it's going to kill all your good bacteria that's a mistake that's not right that's misleading garlic kills all the bad bacteria that's what it does so this is really important to understand don't forget this one um, so it, it, it rips apart H. pylori. It does things like protects us from esophageal cancer. So esophagus, cancer of the esophagus, prostate cancer. So if you're worried about prostate cancer and your, you know, your uncle, your husband, your friend, whatever, and you're worried about you know, that happening, make sure there's garlic in the diet. 
in any way you can possibly do it. People with Lyme disease that have neurological symptoms from viruses, not from bacteria, you want to use garlic. It kills off all the different viral properties, all the different viral bodies of Epstein-Barr and shingles and all these different HHV6, all these different viruses and CMV that stand in the way of Lyme, that are in there in Lyme. So we want to make sure we knock those out. And if you're one of those that believes in Bartonella being the problem of Lyme or Babesia or Borrelia, then garlic kills off those. No problem. In fact, it really kills those off easy in one shot. A few meals of garlic and, and right through the bloodstream, those bugs just die. So that's the power garlic has. So we have to start using it like that. It's a medicine. And emotional support. Let's talk about the emotional support. I mean, were you ever at a fragile point? Are you at a fragile point now? I've been at a fragile point in, in many times in my life. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been there. You know, I know. And spirit told me to bring garlic into my life. It made me less fragile. And it made me feel stronger at times in my life when I was younger and different times, you know, in our being when we feel a little bit of, little bit of that fra fragileness, you know. And so, you know, when we feel like we just need a little extra shelter, a little extra protection, a lot going on in life. I mean, if you're ever feeling this way, make sure you have some garlic in here because it helps change that. It does help change that. So let's knock these out. We got to keep on going. Cilantro, you guys using any cilantro at all? Yep, you're nodding your head? Oh, you are? Cool, cool, great. <laughs> I'm glad about that because I want you using cilantro every day. It pulls out the heavy metals, detoxifies the heavy metals. But I'm going to give you some information that's mind-blowing about that because we know that out there. I actually, I, I'm not responsible for cilantro being, you know, the heavy metal detoxifier. That part isn't mine. I knew about it from spirit since day one, but, um, but I didn't spread that information out there in time, you know, so that, that was out there and it's incredible information. That's, that's when we have to pick our gems and jewels in the information that's out there flying amongst misinformation and misconceptions and fads and trends, we have to grab our jewels and we have to pick those out and leave the rest. Take what you can and leave the rest. And cilantro being heavy metal detoxifier, yes, take that one in from the outside. But let me give you some of the inside that's not out there. It's the living water in fresh cilantro, the living water in its stems and leaves that have the ability to take phytochemicals through the blood-brain barrier and to take the phytochemicals through the bloodstream because the living water in cilantro is comprised of sodium, potassium, and chloride. Okay, these bond onto potent phytochemicals. Okay. And they travel in our highway in our body, in our bloodstream, our precious mineral salt highway. So they combine themselves. They get into the stream, into the stream of the precious mineral salt highway that keeps us alive, that gets up to our brain, this precious mineral salt highway. It gets up through our spinal cord. It gets into that blood-brain barrier. And cilantro's 
living water, okay, with, with which is comprised of these minerals of chloride, potassium, sodium, bind on to the phytochemicals in cilantro, take it into the stream in the highway of our precious mineral salt highway that goes up to our bloodstream, lymph fluid, and then finally spinal fluid, and then up into the brain. And then they combine with glycine and glutamine amino acids that help make them even more powerful for extracting toxic heavy metals out of the body. Hopefully I didn't run that by so quick because I'm like, you know, I'm talking like like really quick right now because I know we're running closer to our time. Um, so the our brains, you guys, our brain is a magnet for mineral salts. So it's like drawing from wherever it can. And, and the phytochemicals and the mineral salts in the living water of cilantro literally get drawn up into our brain. And this is the power of cilantro. So, okay, let's put it in a nutshell. Something, you know, something just, you know, easy to just, you know, on the fly understand real quick. When you eat cilantro, it has special powers, magic powers, to get to the brain like nothing else. And to extract poisons out of her brain like nothing else, bottom line. And that's what I love about it. Um, so that's one thing about cilantro. Conditions it helps. OCD. Anybody you know with OCD at all? Um, obsessive compulsive disorder on any level? Do you know anybody with that? I mean, do you, are you dealing with that at all? Because it can hit us in so many different levels and whole, so many different ways. It's not even funny. It just really – OCD is a tough one for people. I've seen people suffer from it. I've seen people go through hell with it. I mean, I've seen people lock the, lock themselves in their house, and then they, and when they're in their house, they're tortured. I've seen everything under the sun, cilantro, every single day. Just, it has to be in there. It has to be. Alzheimer's disease, dementia, cilantro. Heavy metals are responsible for Alzheimer's, dementia, cilantro, cilantro, cilantro. Depression, anxiety, neurological disorders, cilantro, autism, cilantro. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, cilantro, okay? And the list goes on and on and on. Memory loss, brain fog, confusion, spasms, twitching, numbness, tingles, muscle cramps, foot drop, anxiousness, sciatic pain, back pain, dizziness. If you guys got any of that going on, like any of that, just cilantro. Throw it in your guacamole. I'll have some with you today then. I'll, I'll make a guacamole with you. Why don't we do that together? Look, you know, when I get off of here, off this, you know, this show here, and you guys are, you know, you guys are, you know, let's, let's, hour from now, hour from when the show ends, let's make a guacamole together. I'll be making one, and I'm going to put lots of cilantro in it. And if you're making one, if you don't have cilantro, then, okay, we'll put oregano in it if we can. We'll get oregano if we can. Um, let's cover cat's claw. Good old cat's claw. Cat's claw is a secret weapon in disease and illness today, right now in chronic illness. Every single doctor's office from A to Z and every clinic there is, every conventional clinic and every alternative clinic that's dealing with anybody with any kind of label that's, that's an autoimmune or any kind of label that's Lyme or any kind of label that's any of that, neurological problems, neurological conditions, cat's claw has to be in the mix. It is the weapon of the 21st century, I'm telling you right now. Lyme disease, 
incredible for it. Mycoplasmas, which are just, you know, stuff that's just floating around and in us. You know, bacterial overgrowth, SIBO, ALS, uh, pandas, okay? Pandas, and, and, you know, which is Streptococcus, that one right there. RA, which is Epstein-Barr, urinary tract infections, chlamydia. People have chlamydia. They have it in their system. They had it years ago, took antibiotics. It's just sitting in their system. Just get the cat's claw going on. Migraines. You name it, cat's claw can do something about it. Plantar fasciitis from Epstein-Barr, Morton's aroma from Epstein-Barr. I mean, you guys probably know some of these things. Basically, I'll spell it out. Foot pain. <laughs> Foot pain, okay? Cat's claw, all right? Neck pain, joint pain, jaw pain. Um, <laughs> restless leg syndrome, all right? Cat's claw. Yeah. Rosemary, thyme, sage. Right? I mean, you know all those. Or oregano. Oregano kills H. pylori. Kills E. coli that causes diverticulosis, diverticulitis. Make sure you're doing a little bit of oregano oil. I'm not talking about the essential oil of oregano. I'm talking about, like, the extraction when you go to get the supplement itself, oregano oil. Put oregano in your food if you can. Okay? Great for SIBO, sinusitis, everything E. coli related. Um, oregano is fantastic. Rosemary. Rosemary's antibiotic, meaning it is not resistant to bacteria. Antibiotics become resistant, you know, like meaning bacteria becomes, you know, resistant to antibiotics. That's where MRSAs come from. That's where the strep comes from. That's where all these different varieties. This is all from, you know, this resistance antibiotics creating so much trouble with bacteria. And so rosemary can never become this kind of, this resistance. Instead, it just, it kills off bacteria. It does a great job. C. diff, C. diff, you know, staph, you name it, MRSA, get rosemary going on to protect yourself. If you're in and out of hospitals, you should have rosemary in your life. If you're in and out of hospitals, sage, it's another great one. Antifungal, incredible does so much it it stops everything from you know mold sage is anti-mold you get mold poisoning make sure sage is in you every day it knocks mold right down starts to move it out of the body so this is this is a lot of good stuff um i mean i can't even cover the tip of the iceberg with all of this um it's in life-changing foods check it out i mean get a hand get 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 a copy in your hand and if you haven't, you know, if it's still in the pre-order zone, just get one so you know it's coming. Um, I only say that because I just don't think there's going to be a lot in stock. Um, it happened last time, but I think this is going to be worse. Um, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I, I did my pre-order for myself, so I make sure that uh, it's coming to me. My friends have pre-ordered. It's coming to them right away, uh, right when it comes out. My family all pre-ordered, so it's coming to them right away. And uh, because we just want it in our hands. I'm really excited, you guys. I'm excited about you getting better. I'm excited about you healing. I want you to incorporate these herbs and spices when you can. I want you to bring them in and, and take it one day at a time. If it's overwhelming, just bring in a little bit of rosemary. Just bring in a little bit of lemon balm tea. And when you know what it does for you, even some of the things it does for you, it kicks up the healing it brings it up even more. It amplifies it. It amplifies it. It's just like it's it, basically your body hears it. 
and your body heals and your immune system gets stronger and you move forward with your life. All these things matter. Everything matters when it comes down to this. It all matters. Look, just know something. Know something that I stand behind you. I'm proud of you for everything you do. So when you're holding off eating those delicious eggs, you guys know about the egg shack I wanted to have when I was a kid. You guys know about it. You know what my dream was when I was a child? My dream was, you know, just making light and fluffy scrambled eggs for everybody. You know, and I, I figured, let me have an egg shack where everybody can come in and it's like a shack and we're cooking eggs in there and frying eggs in there and people like them sunny side up and they like them hard boiled and they like them poached and they like omelets and eggs make people happy. And I totally understand it was my dream to do that when I was eight, nine, ten years old. I loved cooking them up and spirit said, you can't do it. And I said, what do you mean I can't do it? Spirit says, you're going to be helping people. Just like you have been since age four, you're going to be helping more people. And I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this. And Spirit said, you have to. I said, I don't care. And Spirit said, you have to care. You have to care. And I remember Spirit telling me that, that I had to care. And I sat on that one and said, I can't believe I have to care. And it dawned on me that I had to. And I had to give up the egg shack dream when I was a child. And now I have to tell people, don't eat eggs if you're sick. If you're sick, if you're worried about anything going on, keep the eggs out. I'm proud of you. Keep the dairy out. You know, let's move forward together. You know what to do. You know all these different things. Baby steps if you have to. If you have to do baby steps, you do baby steps. One step at a time. And I'm behind you. I stand behind you 100%. I'm with you. I got your back. You know, I heard a story the other day from a client that said the information has changed their lives the whole family everybody's feeling better remarkably remarkably better with all kinds of different ailments that's what i get out of it that's the part i get out of it but when the gift was given to me it was given to me for you and that part's for you you know i get i get the relief that people are getting better i need you to have the you know to have the gift for you so you can get better my part my reward is knowing you're getting better and i'm proud of you and i thank you for working on everything get your celery juice going i stand behind you believe in you i love you take care and just know i truly truly care and love you dearly